Hey, this episode of Tentative is sponsored by Hired. Hired is a platform for top designers and developers to get new jobs. You get an average of five offers on the platform with one application. You have your job offers, the salary and equity up front before you interview. Uh, so you don't have to waste your time interviewing for jobs you might not want. There are companies like Facebook, Uber, Stripe, ThoughtBot, all on Hired. And uh, listeners of Tentative get a $2,000 bonus for signing up using the show's link, Hired.com slash Tentative. Thank you, Hired, for sponsoring our show today. Have you noticed that uh, people are talking about should designers code again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter timeline was, was blowing exploding. Up. But I... I don't even remember what we said in that episode. Yeah, I don't either. But but <laughs> but I'm proud of myself for not butting in. Like I did not. Right. I feel like we're at this point we're beating a dead horse. Like, I was so come done. On, with, let's move yeah. on. I was so done with this topic. I which episode was that? 13, 14? Uh, well, I don't know. We're we'll going to link to it. Notes. Yeah. I, I actually don't know how this conversation keeps coming back. Uh, I did not track the origin of this instance. Was because it people have opinions. Yeah, but like, w what makes it blow off like this? Like last week, but not the week before. Like there must be I don't a trigger. Know. I told you. I think people just like cycle through certain topics of what they get uppity about. Okay. Like it's like the should designers code. We're not doing enough accessibility. The drabilization of design or the drip. Oh yeah, Whatever. there we go. That that's that's the I, one. Yeah, I th I think I think so so many of these topics are just like not fresh anymore. And I I I'm not saying that they're solved problems. I just think that talking about them now does the community less of a service than actually doing something about it. If you, like regardless of what your opinion is, like doing is the best way of preaching yeah especially when like a lot of these arguments just pop up on twitter and the 140 character limit and the like real-time need for like back and forth it doesn't it doesn't add to a very good conversation and that maybe that's why is because no one's like i don't know no one's no one's come to a really good conclusion which is probably just people should do whatever the heck they want to do you know like yeah. i don't know yeah, I I I I tried to just ignore most of what I was seeing and most of these topics actually I stopped reading about them and I stopped participating in them because I think I think there are bigger let's say issues that that we need to talk about right like um design leadership or you know the balance between doing your your job as a designer and respecting your users and their privacy they're like bigger issues I think than you know like these things so, like the, a question that starts with like should someone do something is already like the wrong question like we shouldn't even like even be asking that uh should you be eating mm, yeah i don't think so <laughs> not now <laughs> and i think i think it's uh at the end of the day like as you said people will calm down for like few months 
and they will like they will have that itch of like debating on Twitter and they will look at what they can debate about. They'll probably pick one of these topics again. <laughs> well, because I like I feel like the should designers code pops up every once in a while because one designer says, "Oh my god, I love I love writing code. All designers should write code." Or the other way around. Like some Or the other way around, which is like, yeah, I I I'm so glad I didn't have to code that or something like that. Or it would be more like a well-known designer who did not get a job because he did not, wasn't really good at code or something. And someone else who is less experienced than him got the job because they can code. And I think, yeah, I didn't follow why this one started, but I would suppose it's something like this. Right. This, this question, actually, I think it's relevant. I think the right question we should be asking is like, what, what role should designers have in their in their in their organization? Like, what is the value add that they bring? That designs bring, and but also at the same time, like the design's not going to bring the same value add to every single organization too. So it's it's going to be, you know, I hope that's this is what we talked about on our designers should designers code is is like. It totally depends on what your team makeup is and, and what you're good at and what you want to do as a designer. Right, right. Yeah, that was pretty much the the gist of it. It's slightly frustrating. Like every single time I'd see something pop up last week, I really want to link them to um, our podcast and um, just do it. I did it a lines. couple. I did it a couple of times. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I I gave up. I just didn't want to get involved, I think. But uh, this is one good thing about having a podcast is that uh, you can actually archive your opinion somewhere. I think I yeah. like that. Like, you know, I'm not ready to talk about this. If you have 30 minutes, 45 minutes, go listen to this episode. If you don't and you don't care, that's fine. Just don't, you know, don't, don't be asking me to be part of this conversation. Right. At least, though, that it's like a more formalized thought as opposed to like just a <laughs> yeah a 140 character tweet that right I, I think the way i see it and like in general is that designers should be more empowered to do what they want i mean this applies to anyone but specifically in the case of design i feel like designers sometimes are limited by their inability to code and i've been noticing this uh, just look at, for instance, the startup landscape. You will find more developers like starting businesses than actually designers. And I'm not sure if it's related to the fact that designers are not, uh, they're like limited by their ability to, you know, to, to implement their ideas without the need of external help or maybe other factors. But I think empowering designers, it, like there's no way that's going to be a bad thing. I, I just don't see how. The same way like developers would be empowered by learning design and designers will be empowered by learning development. It's these things like go hand in hand. It's like it doesn't need to be, oh, this is my turf and this is and that one there is your turf and we don't cross this line. If anything, I think, yeah, I think I think designers should do what makes them more autonomous and able to achieve things that they weren't able to achieve before that applies to developers as well right it should be a team of people working to create the best product each team should figure out how their pieces 
fit together basically is is how how do the developers cross into a design how does design cross into development is there this immediate step of front end development whatever the answer there is if it works for that team it works for that team and it works for that designer and if it doesn't work like they should be trying something else and or learning something else or you know yeah, not being a team, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> breaking apart and, and, and finding someone else that they should be working with where they do find like the right match of, of skill sets to produce something that's really well thought out and delivers value to users, customers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I, I think the the other aspect of it is that if designers want to be like leaders in, in their field, I think they need to know more than just design. Like, I think this is this is one key point. And in case you haven't noticed, I already transitioned to talking about design leadership. And I think things actually over, overlap nicely because you're, if you're in like a UI designer or interface designer and you want to be a leader in your company, like you need to know what the other people in your company have to go through, like the sort of challenges they have, the sort of like as a like as a product the sort of things you sort of hurdles you you might actually face as you develop it and by develop i mean both develop and, and design i mean as it as it grows and not knowing a, a large aspect of your product is not going to do you any uh favors i mean it's it's hard to argue that knowing something is bad for someone <laughs> right I think that that's where a lot of these arguments fall apart is like knowing something is never going to be bad. It's a matter of hopefully some, what, what is someone putting the time towards learning? Are they putting time towards becoming sharpening their school skills as a designer, uh, like visual design, user experience, doing re user research, that kind of thing. Or are they, building or sharpening skills as, you know, front end ish type person, which is like HTML, CSS, JavaScript, or even like going digging deeper and, and diving into like rails or Python or whatever else. Yeah. Know, programming languages. I, I agree. I, I think there's, there's two ways that, that designers can go too. Um, I would say, that the other direction is learning about business. And maybe that's one of the reasons why, you know, historically a lot of the bigger uh, startups have been all, you know, started by uh, developers, programmers. Um, I do think that that's a trend that's starting to change because I think there's becoming a lot more emphasis on design within the startup business world. Yeah. And I, I think designers learning either end of that that spectrum of like diving into more business and and how businesses run and how to run a startup is just yeah. as important as having an understanding of what goes on in the back end and i would say that too like there are a lot of a lot of our customers come to us and they're business people um and they don't have any you know design or development knowledge and and part of what we do is hopefully like teach them about our process and have them participate in our process and you know see get at least some sort of first hand glimpse into 
what it is to be a designer, what it is to be a developer, or at least what ThoughtBot's opinion of those two roles are. Yeah, I mean, in our case, it's a little bit uh, easier for designers because they always have developers working with them. But in the in the case of like startups, things could be a little bit different because you you might not have that sort of help. Yeah, and I so you you talked about a couple of things. Talked about how designers need to know the business aspects of things. Wait a second, I didn't say they need to know. Well, sorry, they they do not need. <laughs> I said they should know. Well, how is that different? <laughs> I was joking. Designers should know business. N- not. I'm gonna need, start the um, new. The new designers should know code. Yeah, they should know uh, accounting. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, yeah, I think, I think that's a, that's an interesting point as well. But I think what I'm trying to say is that if you know, if you learn anything more than just design, it will help you better contribute to the organization you're working for or you're creating if, if you're a a founder or co-founder. I totally Uh, agree. I think, you know, the more design touches each individual part of the business, like the better off the business will be. Like yeah. there are design aspects of business and of marketing and of development and just as much as there's design aspects of design. <laughs> right. In <laughs> uh, each one of those, it, it, those jobs, there's like a creative aspect and a design aspect, whether they're recognizing it or not. Yeah. I'm actually saying this because I feel like a lot of times designers are dismissed as artists. Like um by either by the business people or by the developers like you guys are too uh in the sky you're not realistic enough or pragmatic enough to be able to lead a business and i think that's what needs to change i feel like a lot of if you see what i mean like a lot of times like it's easy to dismiss a designer as someone who who does not know all the aspects of of getting something successful out of the door. I, I agree with that. I think there has been a stigmatism or, or some sort of conception that design is, is just the layer on top. Right. right. Yeah. The, the visual design, the way that it looks and that's <laughs> design is so much more than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. And I think, or at least I hope that, that that's starting to change. Yeah, I think I think it is, but I mean at the same time there is still like a lot of companies who keep these roles very separate and actually limit their limit like the designer the the furthest they can go in a company is maybe a creative director or something. And that involves mostly like, you know, having a team of uh, junior designers that they oversee. But they still have a lot of the business or the product decisions are not coming from that person. They typically come from a larger team. So basically what I'm saying is that designers still do not are not like as lucky as engineers or developers in their prospects of going very far in a especially larger organizations. I think in startups, I think it's it's not as the same level. Yeah, the... There's very few startups that have or have had like a VP of design, a chief design officer, that kind of yeah. top, top rung right. design role. Um, yeah. I, I was glad what... to see Apple uh, 
do that for uh, Johnny Ive. Yeah, but they totally copied us, man. Yeah, it was the same week as uh, <laughs> your nomination. Yeah, I, I, but again, I, I've been seeing a lot more of that. And yeah, I it's think a good sign. Yeah, it is a good sign. Uh, specifically, like design leadership at Facebook is really strong. Uh, I've been seeing a lot more VP of design titles um, from people on Twitter and, and stuff like that. I think a lot of that too is those people need to have a voice and start speaking about design leadership and design leadership in those companies and how it's helping those companies grow. Yeah. Do, do, do you know like how, like what these organizations did like more concretely, like is it more like promoting the design team to higher positions or, or hiring people from outside with more experience? Do you have any idea of how they approach nope. this? <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. Cause like, I know for yeah. Facebook, the design leaders there that I know of. So there's Julie, I'm going to butcher Julie Zhu. Yeah. Um, so I believe she started there. So she's been promoted within. Okay. And, but Jeff Tian and John Lax were just yeah, recently were hired as Aqua design hired. leadership. Aqua hired. <laughs> but the nice thing, like those three people, the reason that I know about them is because they're very prolific and, and writing a lot. Um, yeah. Cap Watkins from BuzzFeed. He also writes a lot too about design leadership. So I think the more that people like them and I guess people like us should write and podcast the better off design community will be talking about how design has affected those organizations, especially yeah. an organization like, like Google and Facebook where they're giant organizations, they have giant design teams um, and design is making probably huge differences um, at those places. Yeah. Can we open a bracket and talk about that? I feel like, I feel like, um, sorry, that's not the word I should use. Is that parenthesis? <laughs> curly brace curly brace all right open open curly brace i feel like uh i'm really i mean happy to see like that a lot of larger companies are aware of this uh i mean are are, are trying to make their design team more empowered and have a voice of their own but at the same time i feel like looking at these companies is not always inspiring because a lot of the things they make are not typically things that we look up at as like, you know, like design work that will go down in history as something that changed things for the better. I mean, yeah, there is the Facebook uh, hamburger, <laughs> but it's not going to be remembered for the same reasons. What I'm trying to say is a lot of people would relate more if it was from products that they love and use maybe people love facebook i don't know i just because i don't use facebook i'm assuming that people don't uh, yeah. love it as much i'm also coming at it from a point of view of non-designers okay. and and so non-designers hearing about how design leadership has affected those companies and is a big prominent part of those companies do you think they hopefully. hear about that i don't know yeah because my, my hope is that they do I think yeah. we're just assuming because we, we hear about it because we're a part of it. But I wonder if, yeah, I don't wonder if uh, that, that that voice has a echo that goes beyond the small circle of, uh, of people. Yeah, designers. 
Yeah, it would be interesting to know. But regardless, I think it's a good thing. I'm and close uh, the curly brace or <laughs> bracket. Um, yeah, I, what I what I was trying to point out is basically th- like these these organizations they set the example, but I would like to see that trickle down to the medium and small companies as well because that's where you see the impact uh, like a lot more on the because you know these companies are like huge, and as I mean I mean it's as as good as it is to ha- have their team design team have a voice, they they remain still like constrained by a lot of other things that go in the in the company whereas like a company of 10 20 100 people i think it would benefit more from that especially since typically the company is still growing so the design thinking could permeate everything they do as they grow whereas like like others feel like they're playing catch up like oh yeah we need to do this now we're too big and uh, a lot of our processes has been around for a while but like it would be more powerful if it was fundamental to uh how the company works in in its very very like early stages yeah no i i agree 100 percent with that especially with how early on you know the process for doing certain things at those companies is probably already established and at that point, yeah, you're looking at, oh, we need design. We need to slap on this interface. Yeah, or we need, uh, like, we're, we're done with this. Can you make it look good <laughs> or sexy or <Yeah>. whatever? <laughs> make it work really well. Yeah, not work. I think work is a bit too I, too much responsibility. <laughs> no, Just I do like make think it that look people good. say after it's already been kind of made, they say, oh, we need the UX of this to be really good. Right, they know kind yeah. of. Uh, I I said about. Oh word, yeah, they know. <laughs> yeah, you did. You broke one of the fundamental rules of this podcast. <laughs> I lost the point. Um, yep, I totally lost track too. <laughs> Don't worry, it's it's you were talking about UX. I will uh, not lose track they, of this. They one. see uh, user experience and UI as this like the same thing. Where like even though if you've already built an app. And like slapping on this interface and suddenly like you also need to make it work really well too. Yeah. I no, I think what we're getting at is making sure that the designer, the original designer starting at the company is, is hired early or is one of the founders. Yeah. And that they're influencing that they're, you know, teaching about design thinking and how design thinking can help other aspects of that yeah. startup business whatever it is and and also i think it's important to have the other the other staff of the company also be aware of design like they don't need to be designers but they need to know what is good design and what is design in general because like having just a, a designer co-founder is not enough like if it's gonna be oh you do the visual stuff i do the technical stuff and our third co-founder does the business stuff that's not good it needs to be like we do this together and each of us knows more about this aspect but all of our input is v- valued equally uh into making this and we all like follow the same like you know thinking patterns and things like that so i think it's important to make the distinction between just hiring designers or having them in the team and actually listening to them and 
interacting with them. And I think it's important to have a little bit of uh, knowledge, I guess, about design. Or not, not, not knowledge, but like understanding what design is and that it's not just making things mm -hmm. pretty. I think it's pre it's very important. I think par part of the, part of that or all of that is you know the designer on that team to educate the rest of the team of what design is, right? What if they don't listen to to him well, or her? Well, then you're in a pretty bad situation. <laughs> well, that's what happens most of the time. Like that's like the designer would would try to do that, and as I said earlier, some of his some of the things uh, they say will be taken into consideration, but other things will be shelved because they are too to design designery for them. I, I think I think this happens far too often that what we might mm -hmm. think. At least from what I hear when I talk to people. Like I feel like a lot of designers don't feel listened to in their in their organization. It's a problem, I agree. And and it's I think it's too late. If if you get to this point, like this organization is not gonna change. Uh so probably should leave that job and try to find another one. And I, I guess I guess this is also why we end up with so many crappy things is because of this. Like there's the business people trying to push their agenda and uh the developers also taking shortcuts and, and whatnot. Yeah, and it typically ends up uh being a lazy lazy like outcome or a bad outcome resulting from, from laziness and not actually following good uh, design practices like a lot of designers for instance are we talked about this in the past are forced to implement like that like dark patterns in 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 whatever in the product they're working on that's a case against like having good design leadership yeah i also think that this gets back to our our opening conversation about should designers code like it again kind of is the makeup of your team and if, if your team doesn't trust you enough to like listen and learn from you, then there's issues with your team. Uh, and that's also a two-way street. Like you, you, the designers on the team, they should be respecting and trusting the business people, the user researchers, the developers, everyone else on the team to both have that domain knowledge um, and be able to influence the things that they're doing as well. And be able to teach them about it as well, too. So kind of like if they're not listening, they're either they don't have respect or trust. The team is just not a good team. Yeah. And in that case, there isn't much that design could solve. I mean, it could in some ways by trying to understand the problem and solving it. But sometimes it's just not. We're dealing with the humans. So... It's not a yeah, I mean, pull request that's going to fix that. It's not like... <laughs> or maybe yes, if you can just fire everyone with a pull request. <laughs> that sounds... Or like resign. Bad. Bad. <laughs> uh, there are times where it's like everything's not going to be hunky-dory all the time, right? You're going to have to fight for design at times too. Like it shouldn't... Sure. It shouldn't be everyone like... Ideally, it would be like that, but I don't want everyone listening to this to be like, screw it, I'm quitting oh, my I job. Oh, no, no. So are you trying to say that you will be, like, people should not just listen, they should also participate? Right. They should do both. Yes. I well, mean, that's what we yeah. as designers should be doing no matter what. Like, as designers, we should be listening to our users, listening to 
the business objectives and producing something out of that and then going back and listening again. All of those inputs should be taken into account as we're designing something. Yeah, sure. I might I might have made it sound that everyone <laughs> should just listen to the designer and shut up. Uh, but in a way, I think that's that's what it should be when the opposite is happening. Like when everyone is just butting in and having their opinions and they force them on the product, I think to solve that, should we should go the other extreme. And then ideally it will end up somewhere in the Right, ideally like the designer is looking at all of these inputs and taking them into account and building a great product out of them and telling people, okay, we did these things because of this and these things because of this and we didn't do all of this stuff because of all of these reasons like it should like like any like like any good relationship like there should be both a back and forth there should be listening and trust and everything else that goes along with good relationships <laughs> yeah for instance i i don't trust you so. <laughs> so we don't have a good relationship you can't good you can't know but that. we aren't we haven't been on a team together since what like three or four that's years for ago the better so that's, that's for the yeah that's for maybe the, that's the reason why that's for the better yeah i think the other <laughs> thing that irks me is that now i i'm not going to comment on any of this take it with a grain of salt listeners i the other thing that irks me is a lot of companies they're complaining that they can't hire they can't find good designers or they can't hire them and I think the problem is not they can't find like good designers. It's like the type of designers they want can't be good, like in any circumstances. It's like you you read the job offer, and it just feels like you're gonna be sitting on a desk implementing whatever you're you're taught to you know you you are uh, instructed to, and that that doesn't sound fun. If you see what right. I mean. And then people was like, oh, the designers are so hard to come by these days. Uh, a lot of times I just would like to, you know, to respond. You know, I think you are not looking for good designers. Your job posting should be, we are hiring a bad designer. Please <laughs> well, apply if you're bad and you suck. That's like what it reads. Like it wants a designer who is good at 600 like things like, oh, you should do HTML and jQuery and CSS. And also you should be able to work, uh, you know, like uh, during weekends and uh, do PSD to HTML conversion and do this. That That is not a job listing of a good designer that you're looking for a machine. And that's not, I mean, you're not going to get someone who is smart to apply. Right. I think the scope of that, and what they're asking them to do, the combination of the two won't mix. Like I can think, I think you can find good visual designers that you can say, Hey, here's what we want on the interface. You know, make me a good visual design or really good user researchers where they're like, here's the interface, go do some research for me. I do think there are people out there that will just spit out HTML and CSS and, and they won't have that much of an opinion on what is being built and maybe maybe those aren't great designers but they're still creating value for the business yeah but i agree with you like if that a lot of those those job postings are asking for a lot and they're not giving any responsibility either they're essentially yeah, exactly. being told I mean. a laundry list of things to do and a laundry list of 
things they need to be able to do, <laughs> but also not have an opinion. Yeah, and I think I think since this is actually, I I, wa- I wanted to just uh, talk about this very briefly. I think it it links both the topic we talked about at the beginning and this. I'm of the opinion that designers should learn to code things, right? And I think that's that's great. I am not of the opinion that a designer should learn all the current uh, JavaScript frameworks out there. That is nuts, and no one should be expected to do that. Like, like oh, you should know HTML, CSS, and React, and Ember, and maybe Angular. And it's like, no, this is not... This is First, this is you're getting into, like, front-end developer territory. Even though we don't have that title here at ThoughtBot, because we have developers who do both back-end and front-end. But at the same time, like... I don't want designers to be expected to do things they don't want to. Like you would expect a designer to know some HTML and some CSS or that some could be variable depending on the company, but it would be a little bit too much to ask from a designer to be on top of all the frameworks that came out last week. doesn't make sense. Right. I think that's one of the things that, bothers me the most and I think we talked about this on our should designers code is knowledge is like a grayscale uh, and like you can have very limited knowledge of, of what something is and a very d- deep knowledge of what something is so like I would expect every designer to know about HTML and CSS and and what they can and can't do if they're designing for the web right like a- as a designer you should know like you should know how, what what is possible and what isn't possible, um, and if you don't, you hopefully you're sitting next to someone that does, and and you're getting constant feedback from them. Right. But because like if you if you don't, you're not you're you're either designing a screen that'll never be used, or you're designing for print. Um, yeah. Like you do need to know the medium that you're designing for. Or have some understanding Absolutely. of what what the medium is you're designing yes. for. That doesn't mean that you have to execute every single line of code, every single line of HTML and CSS um, to be a good designer. No, no, absolutely. I no, I totally agree. You need to know what you're designing for, but you do not need to know every tool in that in that medium because there are so many tools now that it's actually absurd to keep track of everything. Right. So as you said, for a web, so for someone who would like to focus on web, like a little bit of HTML and CSS, or if they want to focus on mobile, then some basic knowledge of Xcode and some basic Swift, something like that, I think would be the absolute minimum for someone to be efficient in their job. But again, I would just come back to the point that we don't want the other extreme where designers are supposed to fill like three positions at once like you're a designer and a front-end developer and also something else i think it's just not it's not gonna help anyone like you won't find a person who can do all of these well and even if you do they're not gonna stay long in that company because they're smarter than that so they will move on they will go and start their own company or just go to a better company where they are more respected and have more responsibility or like most of the people that I know that do that are people that work from the, for themselves that know how to both code and design really well. When I say code, I mean program like build an application yeah. themselves and do a right, really right. well executed design. 
they all seem to work for themselves. Not, not. I know a lot of people who do both, and they work at big companies like I don't know Airbnb, uh, Facebook. I think it's becoming less of a like a rarity nowadays to find someone who can do both. But this observation you had is because a lot of people who work for themselves, they need to know everything to not have to hire people. But I think even organizations could benefit from people who can do a lot more than one thing because they just you gain an efficiency and you, you get more insight. Like the more people know, the more insight they will have, the more the more interesting conversations that will happen and the more interesting like ideas people will, will have. Because like a lot of times like some ideas do not come if you do not know something. It it's just like I forgot what it what it's called, but the brain typically like has a lot of like boxes and the best ideas come from things that are not in any one of these boxes, but somewhere in between. So it pulls a little bit from here and a little bit from here. And, and that's typically why I say like having experiences, like regardless of what kind of experiences they are, it's always going to be good because you you do not know when that experience will help you solve a problem. It could be in real a real life problem or a work problem or a design problem. But this is all to say that, yeah, I think people should, should do what empowers them. And I think designers would be more empowered by knowing more things and having like more active roles or leadership roles in their organizations. That was really good. And I think we should end on that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think I won't say anything smarter than this today. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I think I think that we should close on that. That was awesome. Thank you for chatting with me. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, our dear listeners. Uh, you should write us more. We, we mostly receive spam. Just say hi. Like, even if you don't have any questions or feedback, just like Let say us hi. You're I out like there. you guys. Yeah, just we want to <laughs> so, know you. Like, I, I know a few people through Twitter that listen to the the podcast and i met two in real life but for the silent majority if there is i hope <laughs> i hope i did not meet everyone who listens you to the podcast uh, it's hosts at tentative.fm or uh, or on twitter at tentative.fm yeah you can tweet at us as well at tentative.fm one word so you can find the show notes at tentative.fm slash 24 uh and as always if you like the show please rate us on itunes if you didn't like the show, contact us and tell us why. And you can rate us on iTunes too. Yeah, and let your friends know about the podcast too. We'd appreciate it. Cool. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.